Welcome to Smart Parents Successful Students Podcast. I'm your host, Helen Panos. I run a tutoring company for K through 12 students who need help with reading, math, writing, study skills, ACT, SAT, prep, and more. My tutors work both virtually and in person. We specialize in really getting to know your kids and helping them thrive. I was a teacher and leader in a Georgia school system for 25 years. I saw what worked and what didn't. And there are definitely some gaps that teachers can't touch, which is why our tutors are so important. Teachers can only do so much. I'm here to bridge that gap between parents and teachers to help your kids become successful in school and beyond. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Smart Parents Successful Students Podcast. I'm your host, Helen Panos, and I am here again this week today with a new guest for you guys, and she is really special because she's very creative, and I have met her in person. I've had the pleasure of meeting her in person. Um, welcome to the show, Tina Donovan. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's so great to be here. Yeah, I was excited that we got to meet up. I just happened to come to Ohio, and there, right. and then we're like, "Hey, let's meet up." That's right. <laughs> it was wonderful. It's really a small world. It is. <laughs> well, I want to begin by introducing you. Um, Tina is. Uh, she's done a lot of extensive research on connection and discovered that Maslow got it wrong, and that connection is just as important as food and water. Uh, growing up without a connection with either parent and also experiencing it from a clinical perspective, I understand it's important, it's importance, or Tina does, <laughs> understand <laughs> its importance and the impact that transpires as a result of a lack of connection. That is really actually pretty powerful. Isn't um, it? Yeah. Um, and I know you have quite the background, which you can tell us uh, during, um, I know your company name is Discovery Tells. Uh -huh. um, but tell us a little bit about your journey to what got you to where you are today, including your background. That's sure. Important. I've been a licensed professional clinical counselor for 15 years. I started out with seeing just children, uh, four years old, actually it was two years old to seven years old. And then I, um, have included adults in my practice and that's been awesome. So I, I focus primarily on helping children transform their aggressive behaviors to stellar ones. And I do that with the use of a super a superhero because mm -hmm. when I was growing up, I went and looked for the people that would help me find my way. I looked for the lightest, brightest light folks. And sure enough, they helped me. And when I was at juvenile court, I started working there. I worked there for eight and a half years and I was appalled at the depth and breadth of anger in our society. So I wanted to help prevent the kids from coming into the system to begin with. So mm -hmm. I was at UD, University of Dayton, working on my master's degree. And so I decided to write the bibliotherapy, which is a big word for a story with therapeutic value. And I did research, as you said, on connection, anger, social skills, and bibliotherapy. And I um, put together Sarnies. Uh, I put together some activities 
uh, research-based, research-tested activities that go along with the story. And I field tested them in a second grade classroom and it proved to be statistically significant both times. Wow, that's yes. cool. Uh, can you tell our audience what bibliotherapy is if they don't know what that is? Sure, it's a story with therapeutic value. Mm. So okay. it gives children an, an opportunity. So there's two characters, two main characters in the story. Sparky, a 500-year-old star, he's a modern-day Mr. Rogers with a SpongeBob appeal, and uh, Kelly, an eight-year-old who believes that she has a miserable, rotten life and wears a chip on her shoulder as proof. She meets Sparky, and Sparky takes her to the Galaxy All-Star Camp, where she learns to become a star in her own right. Wow. Yeah. And I, I've met uh, Sparky and <laughs> all of these characters since we met in person. <laughs> yes. He's pretty and powerful, I, isn't he? Yes, he is. And I actually, I love that he's a superhero. And uh, I love the work you're doing, actually, because it's really, it's very, um, I like that it's a modern day Mr. Rogers. I grew <laughs> up with Mr. Rogers with a SpongeBob appeal. <laughs> um, I just think it's really cool that you can take what you've done in your career and put it into character format which we all know kids today need something a little more um I don't know <laughs> interactive shall we say to learn right. <laughs> and well, pay attention <laughs> exactly well I in my research I discovered too that children learn their moral values from superheroes that they see on television That's yet su superheroes that solve their problems calmly or without violence uh really don't exist or rarely exist right now so sparky films it's sparky. not a marketing thing right no. <laughs> it doesn't oh, make money <laughs> it's <laughs> kind of sad because the cartoons have changed over time <laughs> exactly so how does discovery tells help children be successful sparky and kelly provide them skills and primarily the skills are based in Sarney's theory of emotional competency. Those are big words. And uh, basically there are eight different skills, being able to know your own vote, know your own emotions, being able to express your emotions, being able to regulate your emotions, knowing that our outside expression doesn't match our internal state, knowing that this is the foundation of all of our relationships and accepting responsibility for our own social well, emotional well-being. Sometimes we like to blame others for the situation we're in as opposed to accepting responsibility. So I have different types of activities that have all of those or some of those skills in them. And this and we call them superpowers because that's what they are. If you don't have social and emotional skills, you're a little bit behind the behind the game. Self-regulation predicts a child's success more than any other factor, including IQ and family background. Mm, that, so, I can see that. Yep. Yes. So Sparky helps children regulate their emotions. And that in itself, of itself, as I said, is a superpower. Oh, that's awesome. Wow. Um, is there anything else like this out there in the market, you think? No, not that I know of. Wow. I've, I've, I've scoured the internet and I haven't found anything. Well, that, that's terrific. A special message from Dynamis Learning Academy. Would you like your child to be a part of the gifted program in your school system? 
Kids in the gifted program receive more attention and awards and can attend better colleges. It's well worth your time to make sure they get in the gifted program by getting the appropriate score on the gifted qualification tests. What most parents don't know is that you can actually help your child study for the gifted tests and get accepted. We at Dynamis Learning Academy assist children so they can qualify for the gifted program in their public school. To learn more about this, go to dynamislearningacademy.com or reach us at 770-282-9931. Thank you. So you have mentioned connection a couple of times, and so have I. (laughs) Just exactly how would you describe it? Because Brene Brown defines it personally, professionally, and I've heard it described as feeling like life or death um, or having a connection as being like a lifesaver. How would you? Yes, actually, that's how my clients have described it as well, that it's it's, uh, a lifesaver. It is like life and death, not having one. But Brene Brown has a great definition. It's connection she states the connection is the energy that exists between people when they feel seen, heard, and valued, when they can give and receive without judgment, and when they can derive sustenance and strength from the relationship. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. So that's powerful. (laughs) One of of my kids, uh, one of my four-year-old clients described it at this. He says, it's in you. And I said, what is? And he said, you. So that's how he described connection. You know, my heart was in in him. And that's the basis of connection when you can relate heart to heart. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's powerful, too. Woo. This is a good show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so how can parents find out if their child feels connected? That is a really good question. I've been doing some research on on surveys right now to do just that. And I haven't found a lot except for um, TECA, T-E-C-A. It's a survey that you can find online. It's made in Australia and it has a lot of questions on there as, as, as far as whether the child feels connected or not. Mm. Wow. What kind of questions? Did you look at the survey? Have you been able to look at it? Yes. Do they uh, do they feel like they have somebody that they can go to to talk about their problems? How mm-hmm. often do they feel do they feel lonely? Uh, mm-hmm. they, let's see what else. That's mm-hmm. a. I mean, those two right there are pretty powerful because I can just think in today's society, as busy as people are. I mean, even me as an adult, sometimes I'm like, why aren't they reaching out to me? Are they mad or, you know, you start like coming up with these ideas in your head, like, but you don't really realize how busy people are. So then kids, you know, don't understand all of that because of their maturity level. Right. So they may think if their parents are working and they don't see them much or they have a nanny, let's say, or I mean, it, it doesn't social economics has nothing to do with this. Right. Because you could have quite a bit of money and you have a nanny around, but then you're not around. So maybe they have an issue with, they're wondering if their parents love them or not or whatever. It could be something like that, right? 
Helen, um, you're, you're exactly right, Helen. That's that's it in a nutshell. I mean, you can be in the same house, but not feel like you have a connection with your parents. You have the relationship, but you don't have a connection. And that's two completely different things. Mm-hmm. And I, I think, I mean, this could go for almost anything, not even just parents, relationships, <laughs> anything, right? Because right. life is so busy that you could be like <laughs> living in homes and not even know what the other one's really doing. <laughs> right. Sometimes I say that to my husband. I said, the only time we get to talk is that night when we're both in, in, in the same room together. Right. Because like you're working, I'm working. He could be traveling and gone Monday through Friday and I'm here and I'm like, hey, I got a lot to catch you up on. <laughs> even right. though we talk on the phone. It's right. still different, I think, to be face-to-face -face in person too, right? Exactly. You, yeah, you can be in the same household and be texting one another, right? Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, that's what we were doing uh, when he got sick last week. Oh, okay. <laughs> I so called mom from the phone. Hey, are you okay? What do you need to eat? <laughs> I was trying to dodge uh, getting sick. There you go. <laughs> and it did work. Yes, it did. <laughs> Um, so yeah, that's pretty powerful because I think some people may think this happens with households that are lower in social economics, but that's not necessarily true. It no, could be not people at all. that are just very busy because they have very bu busy businesses, um, that take them on the road or that are just absolutely. busy. Absolutely. <laughs> Life has just gotten so busy and we all know that women are working now, right? Correct. They have their own careers. So they're trying to balance, you know, keeping an eye on their children and connecting with them. That's why I just had another podcast guest I just interviewed, um, and it'll air at some point in this series. Um, so I don't know whose will be first, but um, I'll repeat this again because I think it's important to repeat is that you just don't know, um, you know, like, Fathers, for instance, they typically do travel still to this day more than women. Um, yes. If they're gone Monday through Friday, um, then, you know, a lot of my dads will say to me, they do like a special meeting on a Sunday and then they, they sit them all down. They know when this meeting is going to take place every Sunday. And that's when they kind of go, well, I, I guess I know I keep up with your mom and she's telling me what's going on in school or whatever. Right. Or your life. Right. And even though I'm not here, it's a great way to connect. Exactly. If you're, if you're traveling a lot because you you've got a meeting, you know, it's, you're always home on a Sunday night or a Sunday afternoon and you set this meeting up. And it's especially my dads that have told me they do this, especially with girls. It's interesting. So because they all have girls. And I think that's important to show oh, that, that Mel is around. Right. Even though right. they don't see them. So right. um so they, they may ask them, not only do you need Helen because you have a problem with your two, you know, with your math class, do you need her tutors? Do, do you, what's going on in your social life? What's going on right. with your girlfriends? What's going on with, you know, anybody bothering you at school? How are the teachers? Exactly. Just everything. Uh, right. Any guys bothering you? What's going on with your boyfriend? <laughs> yes. I mean, you know, you do, you need to do a touch point, even midweek for a few minutes if, if, uh, if you're out of town, especially and you travel a lot, you know, as a parent. Yes. I mean, even if you have to get on the phone from out of town and, and, and you have three kids. Okay, I need to speak to so-and-so. Okay, give them five, ten minutes. Okay, next. And next. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I mean, I think that's important that they hear them. That they're not only communicating with the mom who's, 
you know, here possibly in, in the house, but that they realize the two are in sync as well. Right. And connected. <laughs> yes. One of the other uh, surveys that I just thought of as far as questions, there's a company that's called Search Institute and it has 40 assets that children need to have in order to be successful. Mm -hmm. So the higher that you, the higher that you obtain, the more assets that you obtain, the more likely that you are going to be successful as a child. And it mm -hmm. goes into different areas. So oh, that's cool. they can, yes. Well, um, so what is your, I know you have an offer for our audience. Um, tell us about that in the stellar way, the book. Yes. So they can send me an email at Tina at tinadonovan.org. And I think you'll have this listed mm -hmm. along with the podcast and they can send and write me for a PDF of the book and I'll be glad to send it to them. Oh, that's very nice of you. I know it's on Amazon. Yes, they can it is. Buy it and they can get it, but right. uh, it will only be up there for free on Amazon for a limited time. So again, you can email Tina at uh, at tinadonovan.org. We will have that where you guys can like click on it, these live links. And you can find Tina on Facebook and LinkedIn, correct? Yes. Yeah, under, is it under your name or Discovery Tales? D Discovery Tales. Okay. So folks, uh, you definitely, you know, Tina's looking to speak to schools, private schools, small private schools, um, you know, probably church groups. Yes. Day, daycare providers in Ohio, I um, have gone through okra and I have uh, two workshops, one three hours and one five hours. If they, uh, um, if we work it out that they attend a workshop, then they would earn those CEUs for. Oh, attending. great. Okay. That's terrific. Well, thank you very much, Tina, for your time today. And, thank you so um, much. I think uh, this, this is a great program and product um, that people should be taking, you know, advantage of in this day and time for sure. Thank you so much. I appreciate the opportunity to talk, talk oh, to you. You're, you're welcome. And everyone, I hope you guys have a rest of your, a great rest of your day and we will see you again next week. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to Smart Parents Successful Students Podcast. I hope this episode has been insightful and inspirational. Wherever you're listening, be sure to go ahead and subscribe to get the next episodes and to join our email list by going to www.dynamuslearningacademy.com backslash podcast backslash. Also, it would warm my heart if you reviewed the podcast on Spotify and shared it with your community. And remember, I believe that every child would benefit from getting extra support outside the classroom, whether they are struggling or are part of an advanced or gifted program, because teachers just can't do it all. Please connect with me about our K-12 tutoring, SAT or ACT prep classes, and writing workshops to help your child excel in school. I can be reached through email at helen at dynamuslearningacademy.com or by phone at 770-282-9931. Thanks for listening. Bye for now.